0: Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. Today's ADP day. It is August 4th, and I hope that your month is off to a great start as we get halfway through this first week of August. I just want to remind you that uh, we did hit some all-time highs yesterday. We'll talk about that more when Dave gets on board here in just a minute. But before we do, let me just remind you that, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we cannot control. We can't control the markets, we can't control geopolitical stuff. We can't control the CDC and what they're doing, we can't control the government. But you can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. And so that brings me to the issue. Do you know what that number is for you? And if you don't, you need to give us a call so we can help you determine what that number is for you in your current portfolio and how that really lines up with how much risk you can really stomach in a down market. So give us a call at 863-382-0037. And with that, we have Dave coming up next.
1: 5.7, this is the FM, narrow, sparkly. is crazy, man. Good morning, it's 8.38 here now, 22 before nine. Check in on your money and see what the crazies up on Wall Street are doing this morning. It's Employment Week, and that means we can move the needle with some good news or some bad news on how our employment front is doing. Let's see which way the needle's going off of the morning reports and check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How are you?
0: Hey, good morning, David. Doing well. Halfway through this first week of August, a rainy, rainy day, and... Uh... With the rain comes some red ink on Wall Street.
1: Yeah, it looks like we're kind of taking back some of what we gained yesterday uh, because it's not looking quite as pretty. Uh, We did have some reports before we even get to the jobs report from this morning from ADP. We had a couple of reports that came out yesterday. And uh, hallelujah, we finally had one anyway, one beat Uh, we had factory orders and uh, our manufacturers evidently are doing better than they expected, right?
0: Better than what they expected for the month of June. They expected a 1% increase. It went up one and a half percent, but let's don't get too excited, Dave. I mean, I like the way it's going, but that is um, down from where it was in the month of May.
1: Uh Well, is that possibly <laughs> they, they couldn't order it because they couldn't get it, supply issues?
0: <laughs> that's a possibility, given what we've seen so far. Um, uh, I was dip- talking to somebody the other day. They said, hey, don't start a construction project until you know you have all everything you need in-house before you start your project.
1: Uh, yeah, nothing more embarrassing than building a house and running out of nails, huh?
0: That's right. You know, that's uh, tough, tough, tough nails to, to handle there.
1: Yeah, that's you know kind of puts you between a rock and a hard place. The uh, and, and, and it is a problem. i I've, I've got had another friend that just came back from vacation last week, and he had the same reaction that I do. The uh, interstate highways are just jammed with semis. I mean, I don't know where the supply issues are, but there's a lot of people shipping a lot of stuff. I when I went north a, a few weeks ago. I swear it was just wall to wall semis from the southern border of Indiana all the way up through Milwaukee. And all I could keep thinking was, I don't know where the supply shortages are, but somebody's coming up with something to ship because the uh, semi trucking industry is just absolutely doing gangbusters now based upon the traffic on the road.
0: Yeah, I think the supply shortage is uh, sitting in the ocean somewhere or yet to be manufactured over in Asia.
1: I think that's probably it because, boy, oh, boy, if we can get it on shore, we're moving it fast around here. Uh, the other report yesterday that came out, and again, we mentioned that it kind of comes out in trickles, but it came out in trickles, and the trickles weren't very good. Our auto sales numbers aren't too hot, which, again, I'm going to kind of hold to a certain extent of the supply shortage issue, aren't you?
0: I would say so. I mean, there's no expectation for this number, just a year, uh, month over month, uh comparison and so in the the month of June uh, they had 15.4 million uh, motor vehicle sales and the month of July it was down to 14.8. I think you have to probably uh, pin most of that if not all of that on the chip shortage in the automotive industry.
1: Well yeah I mean if you want to buy a car right now the odds are you're going to end up having to settle for late model used not because uh, the new cars aren't any good. It's because they're all sitting in parking lots waiting to have their chips installed.
0: Exactly. You know, you can see a a whole field after field after field of new cars, just waiting for one little piece.
1: That's it. With with probably a factory cost of around 25 bucks too, which is just what's so absolutely amazing. Got a $25,000, $40,000 car and it's waiting for a $20 part in order to put it on the road.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's a sad
1: state of affairs, Dave. That's a weird state of affairs at the very least. It's just kind of hard to get your mind around it. Uh, then we bring up to the morning, and we were talking on Monday about how this week is going to hinge an awful lot on the employment picture. Uh, we've got EDP today. We've got first-time claims tomorrow, which is our usual weekly thing. And then on a Monday, we get the uh, final report from the federal government as far as what we did from mid-May to mid-June as far as the official unemployment rate. So the first crack in that armor comes in today, and it was kind of a crack in the armor. The ADP private employment count, about half of what they expected. Actually, I think a little less than what they expected.
0: Well, it is. They expected 653, and it came out at 330. So that was a huge miss. It didn't seem to put a lot of pressure on the futures when that came out. Um, but uh, still, that was a, a huge miss. And let me just correct a couple of things you said there, Dave, because it's not Monday we get the unemployment number, it's Friday we get no, I, the, the non-farm payrolls.
1: Yeah, I said on Monday we were saying that this week was going to move. Oh, to gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So unemployment make, comes out on Friday.
1: Yeah, I'll make that ADP report sound even worse. My analyst was <laughs> saying they were expecting 695, so it was oh, really off by at least one by more than half of what it was expected. I mean, that, that picture keeps going. We're going in the right direction. We're gaining jobs, but just nowhere near as fast as the analysts expect us to.
0: Yeah, I mean, you think the month of June that we added 680,000 jobs. So, you know, based on that, even, we, we really um, not, uh, not the way we really want to go coming out of summer.
1: Not exactly. Well, we start out the day with uh, the record close for the Standard & Poor's 500 yesterday, so everything looks like it should be coming up roses. But between the uh, new car sales yesterday and the ADP report this morning, I'm kind of assuming a little bit of a pullback. As far as the uh, companies that are reporting this morning, have we got any good news to report? You
0: know, we, we have all kinds of uh, good news, but we also have some bad news too so let's start with the biggest winner i've seen this morning um, in terms of earning and that's going to be avis budget rental car um, they had they say they had the best quarter in history they um yep uh, so they've had high demand high higher rental car prices which i can attest to um and so they listen to this now they they were expected to earn a dollar 21 a share they came in at $5.90 a share.
1: Holy crud. Yeah, how, did uh, you, they get all, how did they get all the cars? They sold all the cars off, didn't they, during the uh, COVID pandemic?
0: I guess they rented everything they had at a higher price than what they had been getting. So uh, now uh, I say all that. And when I first looked at this and been following it, it was trading up. However, it's giving back some now. It's down 1.2%. Um, it was up about 2% earlier this morning.
1: I got, to that, I got to assume that some of that is a factor of another list that I found on one of my tip sheets, listing all the stocks that are COVID sensitive. And with the panic over the uh, Delta variant, I got a hunch that maybe they might be paying a price for that even off of a dynamite report.
0: And, and, that's, and that very well could be. You're, you're right, because of the Delta variant uh, continuing to uh, expand itself. But uh, keeping with travel, let's look at Caesars Entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. Again, they did better than expected. They earned uh, $0.34 cents a share compared to uh, a loss of $0.18 cents that they were expected to incur. Um, so that was good. They are profitable. They said revenue exceeded their expectations. They've seen a strong rebound up until now in Las Vegas. It's going to be interesting to see what the Delta variant does to them. But right now, their uh, stock, stock price is happy. It's up 2.5% this morning.
1: Well, that's good to hear.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's uh, we talked about automotive and new home sales. Let's go. I mean, new car sales. Let's go to General Motors. They reported and uh, let's just say that they are probably my biggest loser when it comes to the miss and earnings. Uh, they were expected to come in at like two dollars and twenty three cents a share. They only made $1.97. dollar ninety seven. So uh, their revenue, though, did top the forecast. And they raised their forecast for the remainder of the year, which I'm 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 kind of scratching my head there, Dave, trying to figure out how they're gonna increase their forecast when they can't get the, the parts they need to to make things happen, you know?
1: Um, I can read I can I can read the guidance. If we could ever figure out how to start the cars, we anticipate selling a lot of them.
0: That's right. So <laughs> uh, so they are down uh three and three quarter percent this morning. That's down about two dollars and twenty cents to fifty five seventy right now. Ooh. Yeah, that's uh, not what not what we had anticipated. Uh, we had CVS. Uh, they they reported better than expected. Um, oh, they came out at two forty two. Expected at two oh six. Revenue was ahead of forecast. Uh, their big number that really caught my eye was uh, same store sales
1: mm-hmm.
0: were way better than expected. They came in like twelve point three percent increase in same store sales. And let's face it, CVS, you know, with COVID, they, they kind of benefited, right? Because they were open. They were able to continue business over that time. Matter of fact, they were probably one of the few things that did stay open all the way through. And,
1: and so were, uh, I, think, I think they were kind of ahead of the curve, too, in terms of the vaccine distribution, Walgreens and CVS doing it. But I, I, if I remember correctly, in a lot of parts of the country, the CVS chain had the vaccine stops a little bit faster as well.
0: Yeah, I think so. And now they did come out and say they've announced that they're raising their minimum starting wage for their employees to $15 an hour. Um, So get ready for your uh, drug stuff to go up more. Um, And again, uh, I guess probably just because of the market as a whole, uh, they're down about 3.7% today.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Um, That's even more than I would expect, given a little downward pressure on the market.
0: It it, it is. And so I'm not sure. You know, you don't know what else is in the report that we don't see on the just the surface there. But uh, then we had Tupperware reported and uh, they had a good quarter. They beat on both their top and bottom lines. Uh, They uh, they earned about 95 cents a share. They were expected to come in at like 57. So good news for Tupperware. And they are um they, they may not be on your schedule but they're probably one of the big winners today Dave they're up nine and a quarter percent this morning
1: wow I have yeah. no idea why they didn't show up on my list but that's a big gainer that would be on the top of my list
0: yeah so that was um some good news for those guys um, I'm trying to see who else was really a good uh a, a good so we had um
1: one more act- good bellwether.
0: one more good bellwether. we had Activision um oh. Yeah, they came. They beat uh, by 15 cents a share, came in at 91 cents. Uh, revenue was just a little bit above what everybody had thought it was going to be. Uh, they had strong demand from two of their main games, Candy Crush and Call of Duty. And so uh, they are up 6%, almost 6.2% this morning before we get going.
1: I would never have bet that you could make a publicly traded company out of those little cell phone software games. But there's one that's really making mega bucks off of it, isn't yep. it?
0: that They really are. It's, it's amazing.
1: Uh, never guess what could make for a good business plan because you're normally wrong when you go out of <laughs> <and> the <take. laughs> uh, the Yesterday was about a half a percent increase up on the on the Nasdaq exchange. Standard and Poor's and Dow were both up by eight tenths of a percent, including a new closing record for the Standard and Poor's. When things go up, I'm almost getting used to the notion of things having to you go know, down a little bit the next morning. How are we looking, Philip?
0: Well, Dave, let me just say that we are expanding the red ink um, significantly from when you and I even first started talking on the phone. Uh, So we've got the Dow down four-tenths of a percent. That's almost $150, Dave. We've got the uh, S&P 500 down a little over a third of a percent. That's almost $16 down this morning. NASDAQ is probably taking the least hit right now, down less than two-tenths of a percent. But I will say the small cap, Russell 2000, is our big loser right now, down 1% or about $23. So uh, small cap's getting hammered this morning. Hmm. We flip gears and go over to the commodity side of the book. Uh, We're seeing uh, silver and gold both uh, bouncing back significantly today. Silver up almost 1.5%, gold up almost 1%. And then crude oil. Uh, Again, Dave, uh, we should be watching you do the happy dance because we are staying, or at least we're opening up uh, this morning below 70, uh, down almost 2% to $69.17 a barrel right now.
1: We'll take that darned happily. I'm due for a refill this morning sometime. Overseas markets, by and large, Asia was up by a little bit. Japan had a downtick. They've got COVID concerns over there that we're hearing about a lot in the Olympics. The rest of the Chinese and Hong Kong markets generally up. Europe generally up fractionally halfway through their trading day they kind of digesting our jobs picture and wondering what it means to them at this point. Philip, I need stability and I need predictability on my retirement accounts, knowing where my money is and knowing I'm going to have it. How do I find you to be able to take care of that issue?
0: You're right, Dave. Those are two very important issues to have heading into retirement. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to find out exactly where you stand heading into retirement. Check our website out at statlerfinancial.com. Hey, follow us on Facebook where we post this show and more information on a regular basis. All you have to do is search under Statler Financial Services and like our page there. And then join us this weekend on your sister station at 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730.
1: Great information every week there over on News Talk 730 and pretty darn good information tomorrow morning here about the same time too. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough, man. We'll talk about unemployment.
1: Thank you, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler.
0: Hey folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. It is the middle of the first week of August. I again hope your week's going well. Remember, we are here as a resource for you and your family, friends anything doing with retirement planning, income planning, investment portfolios, your 401k, use us as a resource to help you through those processes. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Hey, until tomorrow, have a great day.